0: Alright, for this episode, we'll be talking about Getz and Gilberto uh, by Stan Getz and John Gilberto. Uh, in the room I have Sean, Hi. Adam, and Ben. Hi. Getz and Gilberto is an album by American saxophonist Stan Getz and Brazilian guitarist Jean Gilberto, featuring pianist and composer Antonio Carlos Jomben, uh, who also composed many of the tracks. It was released in March of 1964 on Verve Records. The producer was Creed Taylor, and the genre is jazz and bossa nova. Uh, Bossa nova originators Jean Gilberto and Antonio Carlos Jombin were surprised by the commercial success of Stan Getz and Charlie Bird's jazz samba an album based on Gilberto's and Jobim's previous records, so it made perfect sense that the originators would pick up where jazz samba left off and ride the bossa nova wave by recording their own album with the inclusion of Stan Getz. Considered by most people to be the defining bossa nova album, Getz and Gilberto features Jean and Astrid's (laughs) Gilberto's calm and laid-back singing styles and melodic grooves as Getz's smooth tenor saxophone dances in and out of the melodies The album was one of the best-selling jazz albums of all time Selling more than two million copies in 1964. Wow What did we think of Getz and Gilberto?
1: I'll go (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess i'm gonna preface by saying I enjoyed it I uh like I was saying before we start recording, it feels like kind of like I'm on an elevator, but but it's all right. And uh, I don't know, it, it's it's smooth. But the thing is, is I only need one album that sounds like this, I think, in my life. And I definitely only need one album that sounds like this in this book. And if it's going to be a Stan Getz uh, bossa nova project, I think it's going to be this one and not the one we've already covered. I was on the fence about that one whether or not it belonged in the book. I think that this one existing in the book makes that one obsolete, in my personal opinion.
2: Okay. The the one note that I had written down while listening to it, I, I really tried to go in totally open-minded. Um, not being... I, I Before I listened to this, I could not have told you who the song Girl from Ipanema was by. I can't tell you how many times I have heard it in an elevator or seen a movie scene with that in an elevator or you know it's one of those songs that just everybody has heard so i you know i said oh you know that song's whatever it's fine um cultural consciousness i'll i'm just gonna listen to this record i went in being like okay yeah definitely really smooth um i think that my comment would be as the record goes on it becomes very tedious to me um I don't feel like much happens, even though it's the stuff that does happen is you know subtle. um I think it's just for me it's it, it's hard for me to imagine uh being excited about this at any time.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I think it's fine like i don't I don't despise it. The idea of this like taking the jazz world by storm is stunning to me, and it's hard for me to imagine a time where like. This was just so fresh and new. But, you know, but maybe people like to dance to it or something. I don't know. And
1: now imagine that there's a whole other one and it's here too. And it's already existed (laughs) before this.
2: That's what I'm not under. Like, I I mean, I do not understand the context of it. I think they hit the right. I
0: mean, two million copies. Something had to be. That's what I'm saying is like, I'm trying to figure it out, but
2: I can't get there.
0: I think it just happened to be the right time um, that sort of this laid back
2: playing um i, I mean, mean like we, jack johnson's still selling records you know we, i mean that guy's sold had, a ton of records
0: we had kind,
4: kind of, of,
2: <laughs> well i don't think it's that different like well we kind of had
0: more melo- like a melodic jazz and yeah. people were getting away from bebop yeah right stan getz i i actually thought he put he puts a little too much bebop in this one he he kind of dances around you know from his uh earlier bebop past yeah and so he kind of I think that's uh, what is a uh, it kind of marries into this uh, this somber, super somber, and then he's playing over with this sort of playful melodies. But yes, it it is well, that's a good description. It is a very uh, laid back album. So I, so laid back. I would
2: say that it is one minimal. Note. It was it is one note. That was the thing that shocked me was that I felt like in. I, I was curious what the other songs would sound like. They sound pretty similar. Tin, tin, tin.
3: Tin, 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 tin. Doralice, bem que lhe disse. Amar a tolice é bobagem e ilusão. Eu prefiro viver tão sozinho. Ao som do lamento do meu violão. But here's the
5: thing. So the last Stan Getz album, we realized, we discussed that Stan Getz is kind of like a sleazy dude Mm -hmm. um, and he's got a face you want to punch. And, you know, we know that now. So going into that. He looks like, like a, a biff. Yes. Yeah. yes yeah, he he totally, he's got a biff face. Yeah. So I knew that going into this, and I was like, oh, I already don't like this. Here's another thing, though. Um, Astrid, the vocalist on Girlfriend Ethanima, this is her first time singing recorded. It's like her, she's fresh and new. She's married to Jean Gilberto. They split up. She starts dating Stan.
1: Oh, you got that timeline wrong. What do you mean? She was. They were. They were Philandering around, okay, okay, and then they split up. Oh, all
2: right,
5: fair enough. Okay, even even better. So, so he's
2: not a stand-up guy. Yeah. No. <laughs> nailed it. So but he, gets he gets the girl. Thank <laughs> you.
4: <laughs>
2: and oh, that's man. why we work together. Yes. Well, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> so behind <the>, all <laughs> you were trying to I'm, say, I'm
5: fully in favor of what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> behind all this smooth music, the season are a little rough. So okay, I. That's, like, the the thing that kind of kept me in this album is thinking, like, I was really having a really smooth, like, vacation music experience, but really there's so much drama happening, and that's the most interesting thing about this. The
2: torpid, raging rapids underneath yes. the uh, sleepy album.
5: Yes, exactly. Yeah, just knowing that <laughs> I mean, kept,
2: kept me alive. It's like Mozart in the jungle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I mean, I
0: definitely think it puts me in a mood. It, it puts me in this sort of, like... I'm gonna lay on, on on a beach, or you know, kind of wait like for the dentist. very, very relaxed
2: <laughs> see, see, yeah, <laughs> Definitely, they were going for beach, but I think as a person born in you know 81, like yeah, the dentist and the elevator <laughs> are my two experiences. Like I, I have an granted, you know, we're we're talking that's 18 years later when I was born, but like from a young age, this is one of those sounds that has been like categorically was categorically associated with not cool. And so Mm -hmm. it's really, I'm not, I'm trying to be objective, but like everything that you grow up, if you are older than, than when this came out, every, every not cool place, this is what they did. Like, you know, you still, you know, joke about like smooth 92 yeah. point. Well, yeah. that's the thing is, you know, this is like, yeah, this is one jazz. degree
5: from Muzak.
2: Yeah. And like, it's, well, it so became close. the yes. most popular Musak song of all time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, right. Yes. Like,
5: Muzak is not pop. Muzak is Musak, and it's based on this.
2: Yeah. And, yeah. but, but I love Eric Satie furniture music, which is the original idea of that sort of like, uh, if it doesn't go anywhere, it's okay. You know, it's just like it's ambient. You know, it's the beginning of ambient sound. For some reason, this era, it doesn't work for me. This
5: was supposed to be exotic party
1: music. I always kind of liked the song "Girl from Ipanema," even the Muzak version. Yeah. I always thought it was a pretty melody, and I liked it. And I never knew who it was by. Yeah. Um. But I never would have guessed that it was credited to mostly the saxophone player. I would have would had I known the people's names, I would have assumed that it was. A uh, was it John and Astrid Gilberto song mm-hmm. with some sax accompaniment?
2: Yeah, it occurs to me that I don't think I'd ever noticed there was a saxophone Neither on the song. I, I, I noticed vocals, like, the guitar, guitar,
1: piano, the voices, Bum,
2: yeah. Bu- yeah. Bu-bum, bu-bum, bu- yeah. yeah, yeah. In that song,
0: I mean, originally they were just gonna sing it, uh, they wanted an English speaker and he didn't speak English, so that's why they got uh, Astrid, hi- yes, Astrid. <laughs>
5: She's half German. Her father was German. Mm.
0: Good German name. You
5: know what that means? Nazis. Oh. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I, always, mm-hmm. I always thought her voice was really cool on it, and I think it. Now I know because like she.
2: It's naive.
1: It's naive. Like she. <laughs> like they needed someone voice. to sing an English verse. Naive. She was there. <laughs> she could sing. Yeah, and it, her voice sounds cool and fresh, and uh, Jean. His voice, it's cool, it's got this like, almost like hesitant quality to it. Yeah. It almost sounds like he's also bored that he's playing bossa nova. There's Uh, definitely
2: like a bored sex party vibe. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Like
1: Uh, that's cool, you know.
2: (laughs) Would you like to continue the orgy? (laughs) (sighs) Meh.
4: I need a snack.
3: Fazendo um ano e meio amor Que o nosso lar desmoronou Meu sabiá, meu violão E uma cruel desilusão Foi tudo que ficou so i um
0: i, I kind of felt you know like stan getz he he they they kind of had a different ideas about what this album should be they got him you know he he had a hit album with uh, jazz samba and so they they came he's the only gringo uh, on the album and so it's kind of like well, this guy was so good on that album, I think we'll pull him into the studio and work with him, you know, kind of as honorary uh, bossa nova player. But then they they would go back and forth and they would say that, you know, Getz, his rhythm, rhythmic style uh, didn't really work with the playing and uh, it's quoted as saying by producer Creed Taylor during one of the sessions, Gilberto, uh, who did not speak English, impatient with Getz's uh, style told Antonio Jumbo, "Tell this gringo he's an idiot." Jumbo <laughs> then translated, "Stan, Joan is saying that that his dream always was to
2: work record with you."
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
4: <laughs> uh, I, th-
2: I thought of something um, that I think sort of set the, and I know a, a couple of years can make a big difference, but it sort of set in my mind my opinion of this record. Uh, so this came out like end of sixty three, early sixty four. I believe I mean Os Mutantes started in 66 like if you want to talk about like introducing some of the sounds of like you know South America that Tropicalia stuff is so much more interesting (laughs) and like challenging and just bizarre and I don't know so it's just for me like I guess I I, it's impossible for me to like think about how these records came out so close together and not just be way on one side.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think this was just... It was the style of the time. It was just hot right at, the, at that moment. It was a certain type of jazz that caught on and they kind of just went with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like I, I agree that
1: Tropicalia, psychedelic stuff is way more interesting and challenging, but it's not what 2 million people's parents bought.
2: Yeah, and I think that's what I, that's the... What I'm saying, I guess, the difference is, like, I think this was for parents at any age. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for whatever reason, even as I get older, I'm usually more attracted to the music that young people are making. I want to mm-hmm. see the
1: sales numbers of the amount of non parents that <laughs> that bot gets
5: Gilberto. I was just thinking it'd be great if there was a sticker on the record that oh said, for God. parents at any age.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's from
5: 25 to 75.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, what do we think? in terms of putting it in the book maybe I, like yeah. I want to kick out the other one. The, yeah. You want to say Jazz Samba from Charlie Bird is out. I mean even like this, the best
1: song on GBM. Jazz Samba is also on this one.
0: Okay. Is it really?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah, Desafinado is on both albums and it was a standout track from Jazz Samba. We don't need Jazz Samba. Is my uneducated jazz
0: opinion.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I mean this one's really iconic. Everybody knows Girl from Ipanema. Big
2: song, yeah.
0: Yeah. It does have vocals. The other one didn't have vocals. I like
1: the vocals. It, like the vocals are one of my favorite parts of this mm. record.
2: Yeah. I can't decide because I, I I didn't hear the other one. It sounds like a good argument if you want this to have some sort of home in here. I could I could get I could get along with that argument.
5: Also, uh, the fact that Astrid was like the vocalist and she was new and she was so much more impressive and like captivating than Stan Getz, who stole this genre and decided he wanted to make records out of it,
0: like, <laughs> Yeah. We yeah. didn't
5: need the same gets for it's, this. It's
0: interesting the way that worked is they mm. they just decided that, hey, these are this is really interesting music. We want to bring this. But then the originators were like, guess what? We got an album for you. Yeah. And it's the original stuff. So mm. I kind of feel the same way. You kind of yeah. feel like, well, the, there probably should have been a previous album by uh, one or both of the those artists. Mm. Yeah. Um, but since this is the... So uh, you know, it hit something because two million records is yeah. You know, no pe- joke. Pe- yeah, that's no joke. Uh, especially at this time. Yeah. Um, they did uh do another album, uh, Getz and Gerboto in 1966, but uh, so there was like no hard feelings about the whole stealing your wife. I bet there were well,
5: tons of hard feelings.
0: Those Very hard feelings because... Hard feelings when they start counting their money. Right. <laughs> Get- Getz and his quartet are on side A. Gilberto by himself is on side B.
4: <laughs> like, <I was laughs> oh
0: my god.
2: It's like it's like the album version of separate dressing rooms.
4: Yeah.
2: Was, that like a, was
5: that a contract thing of any kind? Like, did they have some kind of
2: uh, reason I'm, for doing the, that? Probably,
0: but it just said they had tensions. Um, but they would continue to work together because they had such a... Their albums were so popular. You I know. bet I'd kind of dig
1: like at least one side of that record.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> who knows one? which one? <laughs> uh, can anybody do a mashup? And just them <laughs> oh, <some> yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah.
1: Save some time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, looks like it's got some standards and uh, some other stuff.
1: So wait, one last thing on their third on the album, the other album they did to, together, mm-hmm. the third Stan Getz bossa nova album. Is either Girl from Ipanema or Desafonado on that record?
0: No. Oh. They're not.
1: Well, good job, guys. Nailed it. Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry. Nope, I'm wrong. <laughs> Girl from Ipanema <laughs> is on side B. Oh, my lord. <laughs> All
1: right, I take that it, back. I broke. Yeah. But
0: it is uh, Gatora de Ipanema. You know, it's a... Uh,
1: so it's Girl from, from Impaniba, but without the English language verse? Uh, yeah,
5: I bet they I'm, have I'm it. assuming. I yeah. don't know. I wouldn't assume. It's mm. their bread and butter. Bread and butter. Yeah. I'm just hungry. All
0: right, next episode, uh, we'll be talking about the Beatles album, A Hard Day's Night. Thanks, guys.